0: For blog posts, business tips, and more, check out her website at melanymitro.com. Now let's get to the show. Here's your host, Melanie Mitro. Well, good morning, everybody. It is Melanie Mitro from the Women Inspiring Women podcast, and it is a rainy Tuesday morning here in Western PA. We changed the clocks back over the weekend, and it is literally dark at 545, and it's starting to get cooler. So it makes me want to go into hibernation mode. And I am totally the kind of person that thrives on sunshine. Sunlight and warmth. So, I'm kind of excited that I am escaping out of Pittsburgh this week and I'm headed to the Rise Business Conference in Charleston, South Carolina. I can hardly wait to sit in that audience and be a student and just absorb all of the great things that the presenters are going to share. I want to say that, you know, one of the things that I did not invest in my business from the get-go was personal development events and seminars. It took me a full year to attend my first live Beachbody event, our annual coach summit. I attended like little local meetups and meetings, but that first annual summit was really where I saw the power of community, of live events, of training in person, and what it can do for your mindset, your relationships, but also for the path of your business. So I have been committed to attending at least two business um, development seminars, live events every single year. So the Rise Business event is this week in Charleston, South Carolina. If you guys are gonna be there, maybe we'll run into each other. It's gonna be a ginormous event for business owners. And I can't wait to come back and be able to share all of the things that I'm learning with my my chic influencer community, but also with my team, my network marketing team, and then all of you guys here on the podcast. So it's gonna be a busy week, looking forward to getting out of town. But today's episode, we are going to dive in. To something that I threw onto, and I didn't really throw it onto my Instagram, my IGTV. It was very thought out. It was very purposeful. You can actually go back to my IGTV if you're you're watching, listening to this podcast, you know, within the next week or two, and you can see where I did this series. And it was what to think about before you launch a business. And I know that I have lots of listeners from lots of different industries that That really take in this podcast every week. And you might be in one of a few different places. You could be a current business owner that is looking to scale their business, to expand, to grow, to really get their get their name out there in a larger way. You could be someone that is looking to make a switch in their business opportunity. So maybe you've been, you know, focused on a career for many of years, and maybe it's a, a corporate career or you're a teacher or a nurse or a caretaker, and you're ready to step into your passion, and so you've got these ideas you're swirling around, and you're really ready to take that leap of faith and kind of begin to build this secondary business, or you could be the kind of person that is really asking themselves, is Starting a network marketing business or a business in general. Is it right for me? Am I the kind of person that is comfortable with putting myself out there on social media? What kind of business do I want to run? And so I'm gonna walk you through five things I want you to think about today when it comes to launching your business. So especially in 2019, getting ready to go into a new, a new decade next year, right? And, and really thinking through the changes that our, our society has gone through from a marketing and an advertising perspective and the way we do business, it's changed significantly. In 2011, when I launched my network marketing business, I used my personal Facebook page I blogged four to five times a week. I pinned all of my images on Pinterest. I built my entire business based off of posting three to four times a day on just Facebook and blogging and sharing those blog posts. I built my business off of relationships with people that I knew firsthand, but then also their friends, their friends of friends, and and really primarily it was my personal Facebook page. People weren't really selling on social back in 20, you know, in 2011, we still had infomercials and advertising and radio was big and newspapers were a big deal. That's where you did a lot of your advertising. But over the years, I watched the trends begin to shift and it wasn't just one fell swoop in shifting to all social media, but it was gradual. You started to notice that other people began to compete in the same space. So, other people selling things, it started to happen on Facebook a little bit more. Business pages, like pages started to become more of a thing. Facebook began to direct people. If you're running business, you do it on a business page. Personal is personal. You saw Instagram is beginning, it's making its rise. It's sort of like up there at its peak. Podcasting became a thing. Live video started to really kind of you know, take a a hit, you know, an exciting sort of climb on Facebook and Instagram. Now we've got IGTV and podcasts and live video, and all of these things are really beginning to be the way that we do business. I've noticed even infomercials are starting to, their, their, um, their reach is not nearly as big as it used to be, and so everybody is competing for space. I used to be able to run advertisements on Facebook for, you know, super duper cheap, under 10 cents. And now it's, you know, quite a bit of money to advertise on social. Not that any of that means you can't still be successful. You can't still stand out. It just means that it is different. We don't run business the way we ran business in 2011 or 2015 or even 2016, We really focus on shifting that perspective and making sure that, hey, we're posting quality content that's going to resonate with our audience and we're eye-catching and there's a formula there. And so it just means that we as business owners have a skill set that we have to pay attention to. So what was advertising on radio and in the newspaper and just flyers is now replaced with Facebook ads and your social media content and the videos that you create. So it's just shifting your energy from one area of advertising to the next area. And so it is important as a business owner, thinking about going into business is saying, what kind of scale do I want my business to be? If you want a small mom and pop shop, you can do all of your business face to face. You can have a small social media account. You don't have to worry about scaling it, you know, all over the country or the, you know, wherever you live or the state where you are at. But if you are looking for a business opportunity that you can scale, you can reach lots of people that are just like you, that need the product and service that you have. If you want to take your business to the next level, and just be able to talk to more people than you would face-to-face, leveraging social media is, is going to be essential. It's going to be almost required. You, you really can't expect to make money if you aren't willing to put yourself out there. So the first thing that I want you to think about before you go into business or before you really make any transitions is, am I comfortable with social media? And you can actually say, no, I'm not comfortable with social media and I'm okay with that. But the next sentence should be, I'm 100% coachable and I'm 100% willing to learn. And so if that is the case, if you say, you know what, I'm not comfortable with social media, but I'm willing to learn, I'm going to say to you, perfect. Which platform would you like to learn? Which platform would you prefer, Facebook or Instagram? You choose one. So we're going to ask that question next. One is not wrong or right. It's just, what do you prefer? Where do you find yourself hanging out more? And where does your demographic of people hang out more? Not what does somebody else that you follow on social media do? Not how do they post, but it's really you. What is, what makes you unique and different? That's where I want you to get focused at. The next thing is you also have to say to yourself, if my primary platform is going to be Instagram or Facebook, or maybe you're going to leverage them both, then you have to say to yourself, okay, let me now take a look at my social media because I've been using this for personal uses for however long you've been on either of those two platforms. I'm now beginning to position myself as a business owner. So I need to do just some cleanup. doesn't mean you have to delete everything off of your page, but it does need to be public. You are a business, so you want to be open for business for people to find you. That means that your profile photo needs to be something that represents your company. And most of us are independent business owners. So it's got to be your face. It should not be if you're network marketing, it shouldn't be the company you work for. For example, you're never gonna see a Beachbody logo as my profile picture because I don't, I'm not Beachbody. I am an independent business owner. I but my brand is Melanie Mitro. And, and and you can see when you come to my page, what I stand for. So it's got to be a picture of you. It's got to be a public profile. It can't even be a picture of you and your best friend, because if I'm looking at your profile and I can't figure out which one of you is Melanie, and I have to start digging to figure out who you are, you've lost me. It's not professional. Shouldn't be your whole family. Shouldn't be a picture of a cat or a beach scene. It should be you. If you're a Facebook person, that's your preference. When I look at your banner, change the banner. Make sure it's, you know, a family photo. It doesn't need to say Beachbody across the top or join my challenge group. It should be clean and crisp. There should be no text on your your headline. You know, just keep it very simple and clean update your employment to be the link or website that of your business that you offer, or if you have a business page or a form or a place where they can contact you. All right. So now you're open for business on Instagram. You have a bio section. That bio section is so incredibly important because when I come to your Instagram account, I'm going to make a decision within five to seven seconds as to whether or not I want to stay on your page and lean in and learn more about you or I'm out. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. I will not sing to you because it would not sound as glorious as what she just busted out. Her gift, not my gift. Not a gift at all, but it's just because we're so excited because this is our favorite time of year after so many years of truly not nailing the holiday hustle. And Melly and I wanted to create an opportunity for us to share some of our best practices How we get ready for the holidays and how we enjoy every second of it by leaning into the opportunity that is right in front of us. I mean, for years we have burnt ourselves out. Oh, it's been ugly. And it has, and it's not fun. And so we feel like, okay, so we can put our eight years of experience together Mm -hmm. and we're going to give you a no fail game plan for how to end 2019 feeling energized and excited about your business, but in control and organized. And one of our gifts is marketing and is helping you take the, just the, the trends around what society is doing, yep. things like Black Friday and Cyber Monday and Small Business Saturday. And we're going to help you leverage those things in order to grow your business and to get massive results. And so what we're going to do on November the 21st is we're going to do a two and a half hour live event because we know your time is super valuable. We know you don't have a lot of it. So instead of giving you three or four trainings throughout the month, we're going to combine it into one morning. You Mm can get a babysitter, you can block off your calendar, head to the coffee shop, put your earbuds in, We're going to give you an amazing printable resource that you're going to come to class with. And we are going to teach you how to make a game plan to rock your business goals, but doing it in such a way that feels good, that feels in control and leaves you not burnt out at the end of the year. Because that is really how we get excited for the year ahead is by feeling confident and excited and empowered for what is going to be happening in the new year. But before we can get to the new year, let's really focus on ending the year strong. And Melanie And I can't wait to see you on November 21st. If you're ready, make sure you head over to the site that we've put right below so that you can check out how to reserve your spot. All right, we hope to see you guys in class on the 21st, and have a great day. Bye, guys. And if you have a link there that says sign up for my challenge group or buy this product, I'm going to be gone. But if you tell me that you help women gain confidence back and kick their sugar cravings, if I'm somebody that's lacking confidence and is addicted to sugar, I'm going to read on. If you have a down arrow that says, get my free sugar detox guide you know, I'm going to click it. I'm going to fill out the form, give you my email and I want that resource. Right? So those are the kinds of things that you want to be thinking. Do I have a clickable link? Does my profile accurately describe what I do and how I help people in a very detailed way? And do I give people a place to connect with me? So I want you to think about just those things as you're getting ready to launch or switch over or scale your business. The second thing that you need to know before you really get started is who am I? But not only who am I, but why am I doing this? Why am I leaving my cushy teaching job that has a great retirement, great benefits, my summer's off, holidays and weekends are off? Why am I leaving this cushy teaching job to pursue this side hustle? And you have to get crystal clear. And write that bad boy out, get out a sheet of paper and say, I am pursuing this business opportunity because I am sick and tired of just surviving. I am sick and tired of the whatever school system, the way, you know, my, the, the management, the leadership, the principals, whatever it may be. I'm so sick and tired of not being able to be home with my kids and see them do their, they like, say their first words or take their first steps. Or, you know, I'm sick and tired of traveling weekends and evenings and being gone from my family. And I want to build my passion, right? And I, Believe that I can create the kind of incomes that gives me the flexibility and freedom to live my life on my own terms. And then visualize what it is. Visualize yourself paying cash for your holiday gifts. Visualize yourself writing that last check for the mortgage. Visualize yourself booking those plane tickets for that family vacation you so desperately want to take. Visualize in great detail what you want to happen. And then say to yourself, is it worth the sacrifice? Because in order to grow a business, no matter how easy somebody else might make it look, right? Especially if you're looking at network marketing. Sure, we all, you may think we just whoopsied ourselves into this high level of success. But no, my friends, we, we freaking showed up. We worked hard. We, we grinded in the mornings and, and on the downtime. And we didn't watch TV when we wanted to. And, and we did the work to create the dreams, the reality that now allow us to go to bed, to sleep in a little bit more, to watch the TV show when we want to, because we made the switch. We made the initial upfront sacrifice to have the long-term comfort that we envision for ourselves. So, But you got to get clear on why you're going to do this right? Why am I doing this? Am I, do I understand the kind of grit that it's going to take? And that shouldn't scare you. And if it does scare you, then being a business owner probably isn't for you. And I say that, I do say that with love, but being a business owner requires a personality style that is like, look, I get it. that it's not going to be easy. I get it. There's going to be roadblocks and I'm going to figure it out and I may not have all the answers, but I'm not afraid of the challenge. You know, you're the kind of person that says like, show me, give me, give me some sort of recognition. I'll work towards that. Tell me I can, I can travel whenever I want. I'll work towards that. Tell me I can't do it. Well, I'll show you that I'm going to make that happen. So ask yourself, am I the kind of person that is cut out for this kind of business? And the answer is yes. If you're a go-getter, you're confident, you're willing to fail forward, you're not afraid to try, you know, you're coachable, of course, you're going to rock your business. You'll learn any skill that you need to learn. It's just it's all about the mindset first. The third thing is you have to know who you serve. Your ideal client is essential to business success. If you say to yourself, well, I can help people in their 20s, their 30s, their 40s, their 50s. Oh yeah, I could definitely help my grandma and my great grandma too. You're casting your net so wide that you're not really speaking to anybody. But if you laser in and say, I can serve women with small children and I can serve them well, great. Let's serve them. What are their problems? What are their obstacles? What are their challenges? What do they need? Let's focus on that and we're going to get to where we want to go. The fourth thing is posting. A key to launching a business is saying to yourself, I understand that I'm going to need to be able to create content and I'm going to have to be able to create content that actually connects with my audience. And I'm going to have to make a list of all the pain points that my potential client has my personal experiences, why I'm the best person for the job, how I can help them. I'm going to have to open up and talk about things that I've been challenged with and how I've overcame it. I'm going to have to get comfortable with going live or making videos for my social media because people need to see my face. They need to be able to connect with me on an authentic, real level. Are you willing to do those things? And the fifth and final one is, am I willing to lean into Facebook and Instagram stories? Because this is the way of our day and age. No longer do we just post and go. No longer do we just post four to five times a day, but we actually show up in stories and this is where we share testimonials. This is where we share proof. This is where we, people get to see a peek behind the curtains as to who we are. And it doesn't mean you have to be on 24 seven. It just means that you have to show up and you have to allow people to see the unfiltered version of who you are. Because at the end of the day, people don't buy what you sell. They buy why you sell it why you do what you do. They buy the story. And if you are so guarded and afraid to share the story, my friends, you're just going to be that slimy salesman, man, woman. But if you get in there and you share your passion, your heart, why you believe in what you're doing and you do it over and over and over again, people aren't just going to hear you the first time you say it. It's 7, 10, 15, 20 years of telling your story, of refining the message so that people know you're the real deal. And at the end of the day, if you really, really want to thrive, don't quit. Don't quit, guys. Don't quit when it gets hard. Don't quit when you have a bad day. Don't quit in the first six months when you're making pennies for the amount of hours you're putting in because that's what business ownership is all about. It is about doing the things that other people are not willing to do so you can have the life that others wish they could have so that in three years from now, you can look back and you can be like, oh, hell yeah, I am so glad I did not give up. I am so glad I stuck to my guns. I am so glad I kept telling my story and I kept making those videos. And as uncomfortable it was making me, I'm so glad I did it because I wouldn't be here to tell this story today if I did not do the work. You guys, being a business owner is the biggest blessing. I also believe it's not for everyone. I believe that some people are just naturally wired to be great employees, to get behind a company's mission and do the work. I also believe that some people just aren't that creative or they aren't very self-reflective. So if you are sitting here right now and you are saying, gosh, I just, I really would love to be able to do what you do, Melanie. You're just so good at it. I want you to know you can do it, but are you willing to do the work that it takes? And it's not impossible. It's just work. And we always have to understand that work is involved in order to get to where you want to be. All right, my friends, that is today's episode, and these are the five things that you need to consider before launching, growing, switching, scaling a business, all of the above. You have to be willing to do these five things, and if you can say, yep, I'm willing to do it, I might be scared as heck, but I am going to do it with both of my feet. I'm going to jump full in. I'm going to come back and listen to this podcast again when I start to waver. If you say yes, then you are ready to take the next step, and the next step is not overthinking it, is not waiting until the perfect time. It certainly isn't waiting until 2020 because you know me. This is our our thrive time of the year. You need to take action now. Take action, guys. Just just throw it out there. Put it on social media. Tell people what you want to do. Just say it. Just put it out there. I believe that you have what it takes, but you have got to look in the mirror and believe in yourself first. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in to today's episode. It's been a pleasure hanging with you. And as always, if this episode resonated with you, hit me up on DMs, guys, on Instagram. Take a little screenshot of today's podcast episode. Tell me what stuck out the most. And don't ever hesitate to email me at mjmitro at gmail.com with more, with more ideas on what you want to hear from me. Oh, and one more thing before I let you go. Go over to melaniemitro.com backslash podcast. And make sure at the very top you enter your name and your email and you get on my list so you get my podcast emails every single week. All right. Much love to you guys. I hope you have a fabulous week and I will see you soon. Bye guys.